Welcome to Shotgun Sports USA. Powered by Winchester Ammunition, the American legend. If your thing is clay target sports, you're in the right place. Listen to the best shotgun shooters from all over the world in every discipline. Championship winning coaches, gun clubs, target setters, vendors, as well as companies that make it all happen. Check us out online at ShotgunSportsUSA.com. Like us on Facebook and follow on Instagram. Shotgun Sports USA is also driven by Beretta. Beretta, the number one choice of champions. Also brought to you by Rick Hemingway's Promatic Trap Sales, Cole Gunsmithing, Clay Target Vision, Castellana USA and Ultimate Shooting Accessories, Sound Gear, Clay Shooter Supply, and Falcon Strike. Joining us today is an excellent shooter who has had a great year in sporting plays in 2023. Currently, he's a student at Texas A&M and is part of their trap and skeet team. This year, he's achieved multiple top five finishes as well as shooting on the lead group of the Super Squad during the NSCA Nationals where he finished fourth. I'm glad to have him on with me. Please welcome to the show, Austin Kingstead. What's up, Austin? What's up, Justin? How are you? Good. This is your first time on the show. I'm glad to have you here. Yes, sir. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. You know, I watched the scores all through the Nationals. I was pulling for you. You know, a top five finish at the National Championships, not that bad. Yeah, not too bad. I was happy (laughs) with how that all worked out. Wish I could have been a little higher, but can't complain one bit. Yeah, Well, especially in those conditions, man. I mean. Yeah, it got pretty tough towards the end of that round. Yeah, I, th- I mean, I wasn't there. I watched the, the the videos, you know, people walking around with the cameras, and I thought, wow, this is crazy. Goes from one extreme to the next, look like. Yeah, like perfect nationals conditions, right? Yeah. Always something. <laughs> it's always windy, but when you oh, throw, yeah. throw in hot, cold, and rain and pu- mud puddles everybody's running through, man. I, I'm, yeah, knee-deep mud. I, I'm kind of glad I wasn't there. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. For sure. This is really the first time I've talked to you. I've seen you around. It's the first time I've talked to you. I don't know much about you. Tell me a little bit about, you know, where you grew up, what led you to being interested in shooting and, and things like that. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I grew up just outside of Houston, um, kind of right by Greater Houston Sports Club, about 15 minutes from there in a town called Missouri City, Texas. I mean, I really went, I didn't start shooting until I was pretty old. I started shooting. Um, my basically really competitively my sophomore year of high school. So I didn't, I wasn't exposed to it early. Like a lot of the guys that were competing against. Yeah. But that was late. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah. It was late. And when I first started, I really, I, I wasn't into it. My dad, he, um, wanted me to get into it and I was playing football at the time. So my focus was kind of on that when mm-hmm. I was in high school, like early high school. But, um, I got a bunch of concussions and during football and I decided I needed to move away from that. And I needed to do something. So I kind of moved into the shooting part, like 
probably my mid sophomore year of high school. Well, shooting season and football season at the same time, right? Yeah, yeah. So you have it's hard to it's hard to dedicate yourself fully to one. You know, yeah, I've, I've, for no, sure. I've noticed that where we're at that a lot of the football players could probably be good shooters, but they're a better football player than they are a shooter because they're always playing football. You know, yeah, for sure. So you got into that. So did you do any hunting when you were young? Did you? Yeah, I grew up um, deer hunting. Um, I didn't really do a lot of bird hunting when I was young, but I grew up. My dad would take. We have we've had this place down south of San Antonio since since I was born. So I've been going there my whole life. That's kind of huh. how I got into the outdoor industry and all that. You know? Well, it's kind of crazy that you're as good as you are with a shotgun, considering yeah. that you didn't shoot one into. I mean, literally until later in life. Yeah. You know, so when you got into it, your dad got you into it. Was that who you went with all the time? Did you go with your dad shooting or? Yeah, I went, um, went with my dad a bunch, but my buddy, um, Blake Bajali and I, we kind of started getting into it about the same time. And so me and him really pushed each other to start practicing a bunch. We went out there like almost every day when in high school. So me and him really are who like, we got each other into it. What did you, when did you see a coach? Who did you see? And who would you think, um, who, if you saw more than one, who helped you the most? Well, I, I got some like beginner lessons here and there when I first started. Um, but I really, in my whole shooting career, I haven't had that many like personal one-on-one lessons, but if I had to pick one, one guy that helped me the most, I'd have to say it's gotta be Zach. I mean, he pushed me in the right direction in all aspects of the sport, you know? when I first was getting into it. You know, when you said Zach's name, I thought I haven't had a show that I've done that his name hasn't been brought up on. Yeah. I, mean, you know, sure. I guess when you've been around it for 35 years and, or whatever, whatever it is, you can, your name's going to get brought up a little bit, you know? <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. So, so you started shooting late and you yes, really sir. didn't have a, a coach and you're shooting as good as you are. What, what, is it just natural? I mean, or did you shoot I mean, a lot? Well, it's got to be something. I shot a I, me and my buddy, we shot a ton when we first started in high school. So it's got to be a little bit of that. And I mean, we went to like when, when we were in high school, we had the time. We went to almost every tournament we could to get tournament reps. And be, I, for a while, I, I mean, I couldn't compete in a tournament. I was struggling. So it really just drove me to shoot more and practice more and really try to learn how to compete in that tournament atmosphere. And I feel like doing that, growing up in the sport, um, and that helped a tremendous amount for me in my game. You, you, you mentioned practice. How did how did you practice, though? I mean, you know, not really knowing. I'm not saying you didn't know what to do, but how, yeah. how did you practice? In, in there really was, honestly, there was no, like, set practice. We kind of just went out there and – um, almost just shot. We get just got reps in, you know, because I mean, we weren't we didn't have a real coach at the time, and so we really didn't know how to practice. But we were just kind of trying to get the reps in to try to get better, you know. Yeah, and shooting tournaments is probably one of the best places to get reps in. Yeah, you, you for know. sure. I mean, living around Houston, you can almost shoot one every weekend. So that I'm sure that was a big part of my development. What did what was one thing? that you can remember Zach telling you why he's kind of helping you that you still think about today. Is there one of those? He always just told me that, um, 
you got to have confidence. For a while, I, um, he always talked to me how if I had better confidence, my game would be a lot better. And so he always, for me, to like me and him having a conversation, he always is saying, if I have the right confidence, I'm going to be tough to beat. And so I feel like that's always stuck with me. Like since our first lesson, he told me that. And still to this day, we talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a fine line, in my opinion, between comp, being confident and being cocky. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. a lot of people hop that cocky side and then they start missing and looking like they don't know what they're doing. And then they get yeah. mad and they start missing everything. So, yeah, for sure. You know, there's a fine line there. You know, when you're shooting um, high school or in what you're shooting now in college, and I don't talk much about this as trap and skeet at all. Yeah. I really don't talk much about that on here at all. And I wasn't interested at all in it until my son started shooting it in school this year. And I never knew how competitive those two disciplines were. Oh yeah. That's it's yeah. unbelievable. It's it's crazy. I mean, I didn't know that you could go to a tournament and miss two two birds on skeet and you just you're fourth place. I mean, I, yeah. I thought, what is the what what's how did how did you learn that when when you were I mean, did you I, shooting it over and over again? Yeah, I mean I really have I never shot a whole lot of skeet um when I first started. So but I would go and just practice it just because it's good good practice moving the gun, you know. Mm-hmm. Um I was always decent at it. We have to shoot it once a year for the Greater Houston Club Championship. Um uh, so that's kinda how I learned how to shoot it was just through that. Yeah, it's but, what what's weird to me is that you see all different and I guess it's like sporting, but you see all kind of different people shooting all kind of different guns and different hole points and what yeah, I would just, just think the whole different style almost. Well, I would think on a skeet field, every they're all the same targets. I mean, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Everybody's shooting the same stuff. It's not like you're going to a station where there's a, a long crosser and then an incomer. It's, they're all yeah. the same. And everybody that shoots it looks different. Yeah, it's that just, is the strange thing about skeet. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird. So, but I've enjoyed it, man. I'm gonna tell you, it's it's actually fun. It's quick to me. It's fun. Maybe that's just because yeah, we just. Got I, into I agree. It. I think it, I think skeet is fun. Trap, on the other hand, I wouldn't go that far. No, but I enjoy skeet a lot, actually. Yeah, what's the trick with shooting trap? I ain't figured that one out yet. Well, for me, I've finally started to learn how to shoot it. I'm actually starting to shoot it a little better. Um, I just, you got to have a slow gun. That's my, my tip. <laughs> you see it quick, but you can't move on it quick. Shoot right over the top of it. Won't you? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Think that I've had, I know I've had several people on here, but I think it's eight now from Texas A&M off the trap and skeet club. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. It, well, that just tells you something right there that yeah, the school not just the school, but the shooting team at Texas A and M is pretty strong. I mean, you know, if you we've got go about, a lot of talent coming in, that's for sure. You got more coming. So we've got a lot coming, and we've got a lot here. Yeah, so it's pretty exciting to see. Yeah, what now has Texas A and M? They've won national championship three years in a row. Is that right? Three years in a row, yes, sir. Yeah, and you've been there for all three. Uh, just two. two. I transferred in right after they won their first one. Nice. So what are you going to school for? Um, I'm studying um, turf grass science. Um, I'm looking in, to get into commercial landscape and that, that aspect of the industry. That seems like a pretty good, actually pretty fun. You know, it's different from what you always hear. I want to be in construction or I want to be in you yeah. know, or whatever. 
you know yeah it's a it's a small major but um it's something different and i felt like i fit in pretty well with it you could go to school for anything i think i mean it's just yeah yeah for sure <laughs> was the shooting team at a&m the reason you chose to go there or was it the class the classes you needed is what they had which one was it well i really um when i was looking to go into uh, going to college i knew um straight out of high school i probably wouldn't get into a&m so i really wasn't looking there super like heavily so but my brother was here at the time and so i was coming up every every couple weekends and whatnot hanging out with him and um what really pushed me was just the atmosphere i mean i really enjoyed when i was just around there's just like a buzz you know you can feel like something something different and that's kind of really what made me decide to go to texas a&m not really the shooting team at the time. Why do you think the shooting team is so good? I mean, I know it's because of the people, but why do you think that everybody that shoots wants to go there? People want to come to A&M just for, for the education at the at the end of the day. But um, the last few years, it seems they were getting a lot more pull for the shooting side, yeah. which is understandable, right? Oh, yeah. Um, but it's it's honestly kind of crazy that um, how many good shooters want to end up coming to A&M. Who's who's? Can you tell me who's coming that we may not know of? Um, I'm not sure who's fully coming yet, but I know we've been talking to a lot of up and coming shooters in the NSCA and stuff like that that have a big interest in coming. Yeah, cool. So, what about the football? How many football games you go to a year? Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, and well, are you still going to have a football team? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I try to go to as many. I like to go to the big games, you know, like we always try to go to the Alabama one. That's always electric and stuff. Um, but we'll, we'll, I, I'll usually, it's tough during the shooting season. You know, a lot of the shoots fall on the, the big game weekends. Um, but I'll probably get to, I usually get to go to like two or three games a year, maybe. So they got rid of Jimbo Fisher. Have they thought about calling Joe Finese to be the head coach? <laughs> It might be a good call, honestly. Yes, it would. He can get out there with no shirt on, his cowboy hat, and have at it. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'd like to go. He'd, to... he'd get him in line. <laughs> oh yeah, you would. And he gets so mad. You talk, start <laughs> talking about football if it's got anything to do other than oh yeah, Florida maybe or Texas. Oh yeah, A&M. He's, he's competitive with the Florida football team too. It, yeah. Oh yeah. Don't talk about Georgia. He hates them. Oh yeah. You know. <laughs> So what else is there to do there? I mean, you, you know, it's been, I'm 45 years old. Okay. I've been to college in years, Yeah, you know, what, from what I used to see from until now, what else, what else is there to do there? You go to school, you go to football games. What else is there to do at college station? I mean, there's always some fun things to do. There's some nice places to hang out. There's always a few good bars to go to if you're allowed <laughs> to do that. Um, but I mean, there's always, you can always find something fun to do there. I mean, I mean, yeah. It's just like any any other town. I mean, there's nice restaurants, there's everything. I mean, when you when you graduate, do you is it do you kind of hang around College Station or do you I mean, what do you I mean, do you come back often? You know what I'm saying? Like Yeah, um me personally, I'm probably just going to get out of here. Um <laughs> I'm ready to to move on and start working somewhere else, but yeah. I, I will I'll come back and visit, go to football games and stuff. Like I mean, I'll always be a Texas A&M alumni, so I will be back occasionally. Yeah, when you get a coach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I saw online the other day that you got some sort of ring. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What, the what Aggie a, ring. What does that mean? That's um, 
it's basically a um, it's just your class alumni ring. So it's a big deal for Texas A&M students. I mean, you can go anywhere in the world, and if you've got an Aggie ring on, you can make a friend. It's kind of like a it's a big deal for Aggies, um, just due to the fact that everybody knows what it is. I mean, I've been all over the country, and I always find somebody with an Aggie ring on, and I introduce myself and make a little friend out of it. It's just kind of a it's a big deal at Texas A&M that getting your Aggie ring. Mm. Um, you gotta be, you gotta get 90 hours completed at Texas A&M to, or if you transfer and you need 45, but you have to have a total of 90 hours to get your regular. Do you have to have a certain grade point average? Because I wouldn't ever get um, one. You just have to be in good academic standing. Oh, okay. Maybe just passing all your classes. There you go. What yeah. is Texas A&M mostly known for? Would you say? I would just say for their traditions and their culture, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You're probably yeah. right. No, no cheerleaders at the games. No, no cheerleaders at the games. But yeah, that's a good one. Well, that's a good tradition to think about. Yeah, I mean, you know, so yeah, so kind of we're kind of back up to nationals a little bit. Uh, and you're you finished fourth, right? Yes, sir. All right, have you done that? You haven't done that before, right? No, that was the best finish I ever had in the main event at nationals, and that's. That's crazy. I remember, I was like I said, when we started the show, I was watching the scores, and I thought, wow. And there was another shoot. Was it a regional this year that I saw you at the top of, maybe leading at one point? Yes, sir. Um, the Western Regional this year, I was in a three-way tie at the at, uh, at the end on Sunday. Um, ended up coming a runner-up after the shoot-off. Wow. That's, uh, but but I, was, I saw your name at, at, on the, you know, as I was watching the scores, and I thought, wow, this kid can shoot. I mean, he's, the, the regional he was just at, now he's at nationals, and I mean, it's what, what kind of, how did that make you feel knowing that you're, you're in one of them top squads running around on the last day? Was there any kind of nervousness, any kind of tension? Well, at all? Yeah, of course there's a little bit of nervous tension, you know, um, we got a lot of cameras, a lot of people watching, but it, it, it felt good to be in that spot. Um, especially with the people I was shooting with, you know, people that have been shooting for a long time, um, feels good to, um, be in the same position with um, much less experience, you know? Yeah. Being in those, in that squad, you know, I've, I don't know that anybody else has seen this yet, but I've seen the actual video for the super squad and you get a lot of coverage on there, by the way, could you turn around like, Hey man, I'm, can you hit, where am I at on this target? Was there any of that going on? Was it pretty quiet? How was it was, it? it was pretty quiet, but I'm sure if somebody would have said something that they would all, anybody would have helped. I mean, the squad was awesome. Leading up to that, when you, when you got to that last day and that weather changed like it did, the wind got, you know, started blowing and got cold. What did that affect you at all? I just, I, I knew the wind switched. It was going to get heavy. And I just knew I couldn't be careful. You got to be aggressive when stuff starts like that starts happening. If you start playing with targets in the wind, you're going to, you're going to get screwed up. Yeah. What, uh, tell me what's your hardest or your station that you still think about. Like, I can't believe I missed all these or, so the one uh, I'm thinking of station, I think it was seven on the green course. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Brandon was shooting. He shot first at that station. And it was that big teal mm-hmm. on um, the green course. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. I talked to Madison about it last week about yeah. the same station. Yeah. And he uh, went up there first and he shot him on the way up. We had a big, strong headwind there. I know the whole week everybody was sh- had to shoot him on the way up. Um, and he missed a few and Anthony was right in front of me and he decided to shoot the first bird dropping mm-hmm. and I hadn't even 
decided that I wanted to do that. But I last second, right as I get in the cage, I was like, okay, I'm going to shoot that dropping. And I missed the first pair because I, I didn't really have a strong plan. Mm-hmm. And that one, and I hit the next two pairs, but that one still really stings a little bit because that <laughs> would have put me a few more. May have had a little more confidence going into the last three. Yeah. The last three cages. You know, I have that same problem all the time. I walk in there. And, and I'm nowhere near as good as you are, but I walk in there thinking I'm going to do it one way. And then I see somebody else do it the wrong way. And I try to, you know, you don't, I'm not saying he did it the wrong way, but it yeah. ends up being the wrong way that I pick. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like so, he went up there and made it look easy. So I'm like, okay, I got, I got, I got that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anything dropping, it's a 50, 50 shot with me, especially if yeah. there's any wind behind it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I give it way too much justice. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, so you shot with Anthony. Who was on your squad? I don't remember. Uh, it was um, Brandon, Anthony, Bainhorn, and me. Yeah, and talking about Bainhorn, I, I mean, you know, I don't know this he's guy. Amazing. Yeah, he's a he's a Texas guy. I, I believe he's from the um, like South Texas coast, like around Corpus, I believe. Well, I didn't. You know, I watched the video and I saw several photos, and I'm like, who is this guy that's walking around with a green T-shirt on and no vest and yeah. And a high rib gun. I mean, who is he? He makes guy? it look easy. You would think you see him go up there and you're like, and who's this guy? And then he goes up there and just hammers him. Like, okay. This guy knows what he's doing. I mean, he did it all week. I was shooting in the squad, <laughs> the, um, the B squad right behind him on the normal rotation. And I mean, all week he was just hammering out. And we're like, he's going to finish high. We, like we all knew it. Yeah. I've never watched it. Being from Texas, have you seen his name anywhere before? Yeah, I've seen him. He, sh- he usually shoots well at Greater Houston, like the the Briley and the the Diamond Classic and stuff like that. He'll go shoot those. Yeah, I need to. Speaking of that, I need to go out there and shoot that one time. I just want to. I want to see it. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's Zach, usually a good challenge. Zach's always talking about how how fun. Cool it is. trophies too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, would you rather win a cool trophy or some money? Um. It depends. I mean, I always I, w- I want to win a, a cool title, but the money is always a good yeah. beneficial um, thing at the end of the day. You know, I think there's a regional out there next year at Defender, right? Yes, yes, there is. I'm actually really excited for that one. I saw that on the schedule. And I said, "Now I've got to go to that." You know, Travis. I'm sure he's got a nice place. I've never seen. Oh yeah. It, so. When they hosted the Texas State a few years ago, it was it had to be my favorite Texas state I've ever shot. It was a lot of fun. Why? What was, what made it? So they, this, um, they opened up some new parts of their property. Um, and the courses were just awesome. They had ter- some, some courses that had a little bit of terrain on them. Super cool. Um, layouts, good targets. And I mean, just the amenities there are pretty awesome. Yeah. Everything in Texas is cool to me. Oh yeah. It just, you know, so what did you spend all week there? Would you, I mean, I'm sure you did. Um, I went up. Um, I was actually hunting at our place down uh, south of there on the first weekend. And so I was like, well, I'm already here. I might as well go shoot a couple of side events on Monday because I didn't have class until about 630 on Monday. So I shot the cake up and the five stand that Monday and then went back to college station and then drove back up Wednesday night and started shooting Thursday. Yeah. How did you like where the cake up was this year? Did you like it better? Uh, it was, I thought it was interesting. I, um, I mean, you always shoot something down there on the dirty dozen. So, um, I always kind of like shooting down there. It's a little, it's a different area. So I enjoyed it. Yeah. Probably a change up from it being up there on the, I call it the hill. I don't know what it's called. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Like, yeah. 
for sure. So you talked about school. Let's 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 start there. You talked about hunting. Where did you go hunting? Uh, you said uh, your place, but what were you hunting for? Oh, I was just, I had already I've already killed my buck for the year, so I was oh. just out there um just messing around shooting hogs and whatnot. <laughs> just fun stuff. Yeah, fun stuff. What else did you shoot at nationals? Um, I shot the, basically all the the normal events like FETASC, um, Super Sporting, um, K Cup, Five Stand, and the main. How'd you finish on the rest? Um, I was I tied for um, high score in the Super Sporting. Um, ended up getting runner up to Brandon in that um, K Cup. I was in a shootout for runner up with like nine people or something with it like yeah and i ended up on i got second in the shoot off so i ended up third in the cake up we'll see there was nine then, people in the shoot off and somebody won yeah for sure you know it was quick too it was a quick shoot off <laughs> <laughs> it would always be quick if i was the lighting's there. always crazy so it makes everything tough at nationals but um and feet task i shot well um didn't finish i won i had to shoot my whole um, last rotation, last 50 birds in the pouring rain. So that really made it tough, but I finished half decent there, but yeah, I just, just lucky the draw at nationals, man. I'm just glad I was, I can't say I'm glad I wasn't there. I'm just glad I didn't experience that weather. Yeah. The weather was definitely a challenge, but the targets were great and it was a good event as usual. It was just muddy. You shot nationals last year too, right? Yes, sir. All right. How, did you like where they changed that course? I thought it was much better this year in that spot due to the fact that the the traffic was not like almost non-existent just because that big field on the green course this year was got a lot more space. I felt like yeah um, last year I felt like at times it got real crammed with all the carts and stuff like in the middle of the course towards the end like station ten that wasn't bad last year yeah. but it got real condensed up there like in between like stations four and six, you know, right there in the middle. Yeah. When, Last year. When, when are you graduating Austin? Um, hopefully in May, um, this year, this next May. What do you, what's your plans after you graduate? Do you plan on, I know you plan on getting a job going to work, but do you plan on continuing shooting or? Yes, sir. I, I'm going to keep shooting as much as I can. Um, the company I'm looking to work for, I think they're going to be pretty, um, helpful with let me um go shoot some on certain weekends you know i don't think they're gonna be like no you can't go so that helps i'm gonna try to keep shooting as much as i can you know i'm not just gonna disappear and stuff <laughs> that's what most i mean it seems like it's what most kids do not all of them but most of them you know it's definitely it, it definitely makes it tough but i'm i'm gonna do the best i can to stay in it you know well you're around you're in texas so i mean there's a lot of pl- places to go and for sure do you shoot a lot at, at the national shooting complex? Uh, hardly. I, th- I think I shoot there just for nationals or if there's a Texas state shoot there, I'll go and shoot that. But yeah, I, I never get go out there and practice. Yeah. Well, let's talk about some of the, the rest of your year. I know you had some good finishes. Tell me some, tell me about some of those. Um, I didn't really get to shoot a whole lot this year. The Western regional was definitely my best showing of the year. I would say if not nationals, but I was, pretty proud of my western regional finish i mean targets weren't super challenging but i went out there and only missed eight out of the 500 that i shot um and i felt like that was probably my my highlight of the year for sure my highlight probably my shooting career was how i how consistent i shot there uh you're talking about you talked about the targets not being as difficult as some um 
how do you feel about that at tournament tournaments? The easier targets it, like that. I thought it was a good change of pace, honestly. Like the targets, they weren't bad. They were good, easy to medium targets. So I mean, it's just a challenge within itself, you know, to go out there. And I mean, everybody's shooting the same bird. You just know you can't make as many mistakes, you know, mm-hmm. on a hard course. Like you go, you're going to Northbrook. You know, you're going to be shooting hard stuff. Right. Um. And you know, you can get away with a few misses. And I thought it was fun going out there and having a little bit easier courses and knowing that you can't miss as many. I mean, I kind of thought it was a good change of pace. I kind of like the idea and you know, people will disagree with that, but Oh yeah. You know, the easier stuff, right? The only thing you're proving that when the, in my opinion, with the harder stuff is which one of the best shooters is going to win. Yeah. All right. So, so when it's a little easier and you get throwing some more of those different people up in the, in the mix, yeah, for sure. You know, it, it just makes it a little more exciting. Well, then you have the, the thought of, well, we're going to have 25 people in a shoot-off. Well, okay, well, you have a shoot-off. Make the shoot-off tough. <laughs> <laughs> or just shoot 25 people, easy targets. And you're, you will eventually get a winner. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, that's just kind of the – I think it's cool because all the people have a really good time and not just some of the people. Yeah, everybody shoots good scores and they're all – and they all enjoy it when they're go, like on the flight home, you know. what What's your plans – look like uh what would you like to achieve in shooting as uh we go into 2024 well i've been really close the last two years to of winning a big tour event i haven't done it yet i've gotten my runner up i've gotten some close like fourth and third finishes but i've never won one so that's kind of my big goal is i want to win a tour event for regional u.s open yeah, something. Yeah, I don't blame you. Um, now, talk about your setup. Talk about what you shoot. Okay. Um, well, I shoot a, a Blazer F3. Mm-hmm. Um, probably one of the only guys that shoots a standard stock. I don't have a custom stock or anything like that. Really? Just the basics. I, I would have thought you'd have stock. I thought you'd have had a pattern stock or something. Nope. I'd shoot the standard um, stock the Blazer came with. Um, actually got a crack in it too i got taped up if you see pictures of me with the taped gun that's why (laughs) yeah it's not good but but so what happens when it cracks are you gonna get it fixed or you gonna get a new one yeah i I need to get it fixed i've been putting it off for a while (laughs) so are you gonna get it fixed or you gonna get a pattern stock uh that's the question right now probably gonna end up with a pattern stock Uh, i don't know man that'd be a hard (laughs) that'd be a hard one i mean you think you know as good as you're shooting and you change it up I don't know. I mean, sure. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Zach's always told me he goes, "One one day you get a pattern stock, your game's gonna get even better." So well, I don't yeah, know. That's true. That could happen. I would just be but, nervous. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh no, I agree. That's probably why I put it off for so long. You go out there and shoot a 68. You're like, yeah, <laughs> for sure. So, so you want to win something big? What? What? Uh, talk about the people that have helped you get to where you're at. I mean, your family and your sponsors and stuff like that, and. Yeah. I mean, my dad is really, he, he's the one, he, he's my biggest supporter. I mean, he's always, he's a, uh, tries to make as many shoots as he can. I mean, it gets tougher um, as I'm getting older just because the our schedules don't line up as much. Um, but he's probably the biggest supporter to get me where I am now. I mean, he's always pushing me to, to do better, you know. Yeah. Um, but I mean. 
let me ask you this. This just, I just, you said your dad just made me think of something. How important you being in, in school and just coming out of high school not that long ago, shooting as a young, a young man, how important is it for your parents to be supportive and not mad? Does that make sense? Yeah. We, we talk about this all the time. I mean, he says that, um, cause it is an expensive sport, you know, <laughs> um, but he says, we're not, we're not buying your shit. We're buying memories, you know? So that's kind of how we think of it as a family, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's true. It, and he, and he don't get mad with you at all. I mean, what we do argue a few times, <laughs> I mean, there's always that, but we don't let it get to like too personal, you know? Yeah. Just like every father and son, you know. Yeah. So, what's you getting ready for the holidays? What what you have planned for the holidays? Um, yeah, for the holidays, I'm um, driving back up tomorrow to Houston for um, Thanksgiving stuff with uh, my family tomorrow, and then my girlfriend's family on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And then it rolls. Yeah. What do you got? You out of school until when? Or uh, today was our last day of class, and we have like the rest of the week off, and then. We have two more weeks until finals. Well, yeah. one more week of real class, and then the following week is like they call it a study week, and then you have finals following. Are you gonna study that week? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I've got to get through chemistry. <laughs> well, hey man, listen, it was cool talking to you. Uh, th- there's a whole lot more that we could talk about. I know for sure, and yeah. and but I just wanted to kind of get to know you a little bit and you know, how you get yeah, to where you, sure. how you got to where you are. And when you get out next year and start shooting again, I'm sure I'll see you around and I'm sure we'll do something. One of these again. Definitely. Thanks so, Justin. All right, buddy. We'll see you Austin. Yep. See you later. Thank all, you. All right. See you. Thanks for listening. Remember to visit us online at shotgun Check out the products that our sponsors have to offer. And we'll see you on the next one.